Welcome to the Glade Traveler. You're listening to Aqualith AM, a podcast of lo-fi speculative theory crafting on play, design, and business of the emerging yet still peculiar hobby of tabletop role-playing. I wanted to give a special shout-out on this episode to Glenn Halstrom of Radio Grognard. It's a podcast I highly recommend you subscribe to, well, after you subscribe to this one. Um, it's generally a short 10-minute daily podcast on RPGs and tips and tricks that he shares that uh, work for just about any kind of game. Uh, definitely centric to OSR-style games, but I guarantee those who play modern systems, you'll find something absolutely valuable. So I highly recommend you do that. I bring him up because uh, two weeks ago, I believe, now, uh, from the time of this uh, recording, he did an episode, uh, episode number 1285, it was called Tailor Your Prep, uh, that really inspired me to do this recording, uh, particularly because it really opened my eyes to just uh, just how to um, kind of approach game mastering in general. Um, it's been a few years since I've uh, actually done any game mastering due to worldwide pandemic and just other priorities, unfortunately. But uh, definitely something I'll be getting back into. I need to if I'm going to. Uh, anyway, what I'm trying to get at is uh, I just kind of wanted to unpack my thoughts and kind of share a little bit of what he talked about in that. But again, I, I'll link it in the uh, show notes to uh, go listen to uh, at your convenience, because I highly recommend it. But uh, to kind of give a quick synopsis, he kind of gives examples of like, say, if you were to write a comic book um, you're in, you've never done it before, uh, you probably think, okay, well, I need to go to other uh, comic book writers and find out and find out you know how would you write a comic um and the thing is each writer would probably tell you differently they tell you something completely different uh based on their styles it's going to be completely dependent on a number of things that i want don't have time to go into now but um it's a, brought up a good good point um how do you lose weight you know if you were to ask someone okay hey i need to lose a few pounds a few kilos, depending on where you live in the world. Uh, what is, uh, what is your, how are you going to do that? It's, well, frankly, it's, it's going to be different for everybody. If you've worked with any kind of fitness trainer or you've met with, uh, you know, anyone dealing with health and wellness, uh, any plan you start on is going to be a little different from the person next to you. So, uh, you, brings those up because then he brings it into gaming uh how do you gm or game master um uh, simple answer is you just kind of wing it that's <laughs> in a lot of cases uh there's definitely you know some prep that may be involved and uh especially if you're new to prepping a game it's going to be a lot of uh trial and error um, and you can take a device advice from people, but uh, it's going to be different from a lot of different people who you ask. Uh, 
it's something that uh, Glenn in his podcast brought up that I just kind of steal verbatim almost is uh, you are not you are prepping you, not the game. You are prepping you to run the game. The players help you run it. And uh, they, they effectively, they trigger your mind to help fill in the rest of the story, the rest of the, how the campaign unravels itself. And I thought that idea really just blew my mind as I was driving and listening to it for the first time, um, listening to that uh, podcast episode. And it really just got my wheels turning and just kind of wanted to share kind of more of those thoughts a little bit here with you. Uh, the, the players themselves have the agency to go and do what they will do, uh, often influenced by their behaviors or the motivations of the characters they're portraying. It's their, it's their collective story, not necessarily yours. Uh, some tabletop RPGs call the person running the game the dungeon master or game master, uh, referee, and others. But the one variant... Uh, for this example, uh, the one variant I want to latch on to is the narrator. Uh, I'm trying to remember off the top of my head what uh, systems particularly call a narrator, uh, but uh, that's not important. What is important is uh, we'll use that this example. When you think about the last novel or maybe short story you may have read, think about the relationships between the different types of information and story progression you get between the voice of the characters and the voice of the narrator. You know, it's not just the the quotes that break apart. I'm going to talk about that part. You know, I'm not talking about the actual, you know, text itself. But the you know, when as you're reading through it, you're not just seeing the words. You're imagining these uh, uh, these scenes play out. There's nuance to this, of course. Um, uh, when it comes to, uh, you know, the different for different books you, you go to, obviously kind of going back to the comic book idea, you know, not every comic book is going to tell a different style of story. You know, there's going to be, you know, your, your Spider-Man comic and your Archie comic are going to be vastly different. You know, there's one's going to be lots of action, another one's going to be high school slice of life kind of thing, you know. Uh, so within those new, new, within that nuance, you'll find that the character's actions are what drive the story forward. The narrator, again, this is nuanced and not hundred percent, simply reacts to the actions of these agents of change. The scenery shifts and the environment will change. Uh, a chair is dragged out from underneath the table and the lone desperado takes his seat to be dealt into the poker game. A skeletal warrior crumbles to the ground as the blow from the cleric's mace reaches its target. The speedster hero skids to a stop, cracking the asphalt below his footpads, which could then be considered rough terrain. Now, that's, that road, that spot of the road could now be rough terrain. A pot or a pothole, you know, was created. Uh, There's just little examples, but um, these sorts of actions may have been planned ahead of time in the scenarios, or maybe not. Uh, generally in those situations, those are 
player characters who probably made an action in it, you know, completely sidelined, uh, the, uh, GM, they, maybe they weren't prepared to suddenly make, uh, you know, for, they didn't intend for this fight to suddenly have this, uh, rough terrain in the middle of the road, you know, in the middle of the map. That's, it's something that we as GMs or you as a GM need to prepare yourself for, uh, and, uh, you need to prep how you will react to those, those types of situations, not necessarily the campaign. Um, I'm probably going to elaborate on this in future episodes and that kind of thing, but we'd love to hear your feedback on kind of these thoughts and these ideas. I, I'd love to just kind of have those kind of, that kind of dialogue with you. Uh, and, uh, again, I want to thank Glenn for, uh, kind of raising that topic up because I thought that was really interesting. Anyway, so I think I'll just leave it there, and uh, I'm hoping uh, I can utilize uh, this idea very soon in uh, prepping, not myself, or (laughs) not prepping the game, but prepping myself. Anyway, in the meantime, Steady Tides be with you. You've been listening to Aqualith AM, hosted by Ryan Heck of Aqualith Media a podcast under a Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial No Derivatives 4.0 International License. If you feel led, you can return value for value by donating or find other ways to connect, including collaborating professionally, by plunging further in at aqualith.media.